Welcome back to the Beauty Vanguard, the podcast that explores the beauty of inclusion and redefines the meaning of beauty in America. Yep, there I said it. That's what we're here to do. That's what we do. That's what we're here to Uh, do. And I feel so lucky that we get to be a part of that conversation Mm -hmm. or have that conversation. Right. Be unapologetic Um, about having that conversation. What is American beauty? What is American beauty? Like, truly. I know we always talk, I was like liking it to food and all these things. Like, there is no American food. It's Mm -hmm. like, there is no like one standard of beauty. Exactly. So... I think that this little series subhead, mm-hmm. Beauty in America, that we're doing here on the Beauty Vanguard, this is an exciting episode. Yeah. Because we we have a couple people that we think exemplify what beauty is in America. Right. So we have a few people who we think are flipping the idea of beauty on its head, mm-hmm. flipping the script, pushing the boundaries, right. blurring lines, all those things, and also working to redefine what beauty is. Yeah, and and these are true true American stories, true American beauties. Um, as we all know, beauty comes from the inside out, and right now, we're about to get inside the story of our next Beauty Vanguard guest. spoken so highly about you. I've been fangirling and so excited to meet you. So ex- oh, thank you. Thank you. to get to know you a little bit better. I know. I'm like an LV. I mean, what has it been now? Like 10 years. I've been like stalking you for different things. <laughs> and I'm still active. I'm still trying to make people laugh. Still trying to put myself out there. So yeah, I love it. You're doing it. You're doing it. Well, tell us where does the name Latina Vamp come from? You gave yourself that name, somebody gave it to you, and where does it where does it stem from? I started using the name Latina Vamp since MySpace days. <laughs> um, when I got on MySpace, everybody was trying to be a model and a pinup, and I wasn't neither, but I was curious. So everybody had their own unique name, um, like Cherry Face, Doll Face, you know, whatever, all these cutesy names. And I came up with uh, the name Latina Vamp because after doing research, I mean, I've been called a vamp before in my party crew days because like, <laughs> I was all into like the vampire stuff. I always had black hair. But when I actually researched Latina vamp, Latina vamp actually means women in the golden age of cinema and the Latino side. They call these women Latina vamps because there was only a, a handful of women actresses that were able to cross over to the American cinema and have major movie roles, you know, mm. because before they used to be like peasant girls, servants, mm. whatnot. Being the leading so, ladies. For instance, like the leading ladies. And when I found that out, I'm like, ah, oh, that's my name. I'm Perfect. Use it. Yeah. I love that. And you are a leading lady. I love it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and it got shortened to LV and I thought, that sounds like an actual name. I like it. <laughs> yeah. And I've been called LV ever since. Yeah. I only know you as LV. And then when we started emailing and it was coming from Julie, I'm like, I don't know this person. <laughs> it was so like, yeah. they're like, who's Julie? Anybody that tries to call me that, I'm like, who's that? I don't know a Julie. That, that's not me. <laughs> but wait, you, part of what makes you so dynamic and that that really captures you as like, beauty in America to us mm-hmm. is like by day you are a pipe fitter like you have a very traditionally male job like you are out there 
you are doing like hard work. Tell us yes. about that really quick. And then also do people at work call you LV or is that uh, Julie territory? Well, Julie's what pays my paychecks. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. That's what's signed but, on your check. Okay. Right. But there's, there's, there's a handful of people that know me by LV and it's uh my foreman that so i got in the trade about four years ago prior to that i used to be in human resources so i was an hr person mm -hmm. for 18 years wow and one day i just i just got bored uh, it was mentally draining and i wanted to challenge myself i bought my first classic car and i thought like i always think i could do i could do it i could fix it i could weld it i just gotta learn how Mm -hmm. And so I had that on my on my head for like the longest, like I want to learn how to weld. But actually, I saw me being in a fabrication shop type place mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I wanted to fabricate cars. Got it. But okay. since I noticed that wasn't really available and there's no apprenticeship to learn how to fabricate, um, I had the opportunity to know somebody um, in my union that told me, Hey, LV, like, if you want to learn how to weld, you should join the union. You're not only going to learn, go to school for free because it's a five-year apprenticeship program, okay. but you're also going to be working. Oh. And I thought, like, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Like, okay, because I was trying to figure it out. Do I go to college? Do I go to trade school? Like, how do I do this and juggle a regular job? So once they told me that, I went through all the hoops, applied i got um you have to take a, a test a math test and then you get an interview so once you jump through all the hoops then you're in mm, and oh, so wow. i've been in the union for this is my fourth year mm -hmm. and i chose my career path as a welder so hopefully i do good <laughs> and that's how i became a welder. i just made that decision overnight one day i was in happy hour on sunday fun day and then i got called in for my first job and I basically never went back to my HR job. I went to the trade, got my uh, dispatch, drug test, whatever I had to do, and showed up at my new job like on Tuesday. <laughs> That's wow. Amazing. And I never looked back. I never looked back. It, it was the incredible. best decision I could have done. That's incredible and so inspiring. And what a departure. And, you know, for those of us, i.e., myself, who don't know much about cars or welding, explain to me exactly what pipe fitting is what's a pipe fitter so pipe fitting is we fit pipe and so there's a we we work in refineries and uh, commercial buildings structural buildings and basically we install all we install and do the maintenance on either existing pipe or new construction and if you think about it every building has piping Yep. And not to be confused with plumbing. It's right, different. Right, right. But we do like a lot of pneumatic and hydro uh, systems. So that's why there's a lot of jobs in the refineries because we do that. And then there's jobs like with um, HVAC, you know, mm -hmm. all the air conditioning, mm -hmm. all the copper piping. That's all us. That's incredible. Yeah. I'm worried. I've, I work with like the smallest little coppers to like the big giant pipes. Like it's That's amazing. It just varies depending on the job you go to. And obviously, yeah, I find it awesome. That's yeah, incredible. and it's helped you work on your cars, your classic car. Which what's the name of your car again? Uh, she's called Santa Muerte. Yes. Santa Muerte. So you Santa you don't Muerte. build? Do you fix the cars yourself? You pinstripe them? What, what is your 
physical like involvement with a car, which I'm obsessed with. And you have your own car club. Well, I'm still in the process of learning how to weld. So all the videos you see on my IG is me practicing at the welding bee at school or, you know, I dabble here and there, but I'm still like a newbie in the trade. Um, I, I guess I started uh, late in the late in the game because I'm like, I feel like even though I don't look it like no. an apprentice because <laughs> everybody <laughs> in there starts young, they know somebody or, you know, they're in their 20s. And here I am about to be 50 in a couple months. I love that. Happy birthday. Crazy. And you do look oh, amazing. You. You I do. mean, yeah. Oh, Why wouldn't you? you? I try. You look great. So uh, in, re in, in uh, regards to my cars, no, I don't do the pinstriping, even though I was trying to learn, but I did date somebody that was a pinstriper. So he was the one that put the pinstriping on the trunk. Uh -huh. Um. But what I've learned over the years, because this is my second classic car, is I like to be hands-on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if, like always, you buy a car, you just never know what you're going to get. It's an old car. It's going to break down. And since I've had to go through many problems with my car, I like to get in it and see what's going on. So I know how to change my spark plugs, change my oil. Uh, I've taken out the engine of my previous car and swapped it for another engine. The transmission, I did the same thing. So I do have people that mentor me mm -hmm. and be like, okay, we're not going to do it for you. You're going to do it yourself. That's we're just going to tell you how to do it. And to me, I just get excited. Well, what excites me too is that you have an all-female car club. Mm -hmm. I want to hear about yes. the all-female car club. What is it called and like – do all the okay and also like how does the car club how is it reflective of your beauty and your overall look like your mm -hmm. hair makeup tattoos clothing like do they both speak to one another would you say well i think what makes because there there is like several female car clubs out there we are friends with most of them and i think what sets us different is when we started our car club, which is called Body Vamps, you know, we all have a little vampy style to us. I think it sets us apart because our cars are unique and we're unique. And we made sure that when we started this car club, we wanted to mesh well with the women in it. So it's not about, oh, you have a cool car, join a car club. No, we have to have chemistry. Mm -hmm, we have mm -hmm. to have chemistry and not everybody works on their cars. Um, not everybody's super knowledgeable. But, you know, it's just what sets us all different. We all look different. Like mm -hmm. me and my um, my friend Lily, she's also, we're all co-founders. We believe in no presidents. So we, 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 there are founders. There's three of us that started it. But I treat everybody equal. Um, not everybody has tattoos. There's only a couple of us that have a lot of tattoos. Um, we have a person that's a retired cop. She's in her 60s. Mm -hmm. And she has a beautiful classic car. Another one, she's into uh, vintage trailers. But she has, you know, a couple classic cars. And I think it's just all of us, we we mix well because we're so different. I think being a Vario Bam just sets us apart from the other women. I don't know. Everybody's mm -hmm. different. I, everybody loves to come out and support our events. We had a toy drive recently. We had a trunk and treat for the kids and both of them were very successful. So it's, it's fun. It's at the end of the day, we're, we just want to cruise our rides and have fun. 
That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. I want to, I want to come, I want to come meet the car club for sure. Oh uh, yeah. Whenever you want. <laughs> That's incredible. Um, so, you know, going back, well, first of all, I just want to commend you on what an incredible community of, of inspiring badass women, you know, that, that to me is so uniquely to, you know, positioned to inspire the future generation of, of young ladies that, that and young women who want to, who are passionate about cars, who play with their matchbox cars, right? Mm -hmm. That, that, that's right, for girls right. too, right? <laughs> so I think it's, it's, it's pretty awesome. But, you know, you spoke a little bit about your style and, and your tattoos and your hair and, you know, how would you describe your overall style? Like, how would you describe your specific beauty look? Rocketola. <laughs> Rocketola. I Rocketola. Rocketola. I can't say I invented the name or anything because I know I've been using that to define my clothing brand for. I've had my clothing brand for fifteen years, mm -hmm. and I started off just promoting myself, being the only model. And because I grew up in a, in a small town, in a neighborhood where there was a lot of um, gang activity and it's either you belong here or there, where do you fit in? I ended up hanging out with the bad influential type people. But I think that's what set, that's what gave me my roots as uh, my style, my character. And then as I evolved into my clothing brand and into the car scene, all the custom cars, I mean, we, we all evolve around this whole rockabilly culture. Mm -hmm. You know, if you think of the, the rockabilly culture, they're all hot rods, custom mm, cars. Right. They're chopped, they're slammed, mm -hmm. they're bagged, and, you know, some have planes, some don't. You know, it's just the aesthetics of it. So that's why it was important for me to intertwine both styles because one day I could be, you know, wearing my Dickies and my Cortez and you know, a Pendleton or a Charlie Brown, you know, very like yeah. the Chola mm -hmm. style. Yeah. And depending if there's like a really cool rockabilly show, I could throw on my pinup dress with my little polys and put a hair, you know. Up. So, you know, it's just, it's just a, a way of style. I think for me that I don't, I don't like to be categorized and well, what are you? I'm like, I'm just it just depends what I feel what I'm doing you know right that's amazing that's amazing and speaking of that you know we're living in 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 such a time of growth in our country and 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 learning more about each other and understanding and and being more sensitive to one another and you know I didn't grow up here um in LA I grew up in Oklahoma and there wasn't a a very large, um, at least in the town I grew up in, there wasn't a, a lot of a lot of different cultures. There was, you know, pretty much mostly, you know, Caucasian people, and and definitely not a lot of Latina, Latinx, Hispanic people when I was growing up. And mm -hmm. so I really learned the term chola and about the community uh, when I came to LA. But in today's times, and where we're all trying, or most of us are trying to be hypersensitive to to being respectful of other others' cultures. Like, how do you feel about people who are not part of your community using terms or identifying with cholo, chola, et cetera, as opposed to maybe what was acceptable 80, in the 80s or, or is it now? I mean, it just depends, like, in, in what scenario we're talking about because before 
I even had a clothing brand or I was doing what I'm doing now, mm-hmm. you know, I always been like, hey, what's up, Chola? I'm like, oh, why do you call me that? Because I would feel like, oh, it's kind of so degrading, you know, but mm-hmm. yet I have a certain slang. I have a certain style. And as I grew older, I started to embrace it. I'm like, you know what? Being a, being called a Chola is not such a bad thing. I've had a lot of mm-hmm. opportunities open just because you know, when I started my Instagram or back from MySpace, you know, hashtags, whatever you type in Chola, Rockachola, you know, whatever, I pop up. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It's, right. it's given me a lot of opportunities. Like, for instance, like, you know, Melissa found me somehow, you know, mm-hmm. somewhere in Google know, in the world of, of like it's the so internet. Like, and so I embrace it now. And anybody that wants to learn about that's not from here and wants to learn like you know a little bit about our culture and when I say ours I'm happy I'm happy to say I'm part of it you know my dad I grew up around cars my dad had Impalas Bel Airs so this stems back from like my dad until now that I have you know I'm doing my thing I'm part of the community before I used to be excited to go to car shows only to pick the nicest car and take pictures and pose and now I'm like I mean, I still take pictures. I still do. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I've seen them. You look but great. But now I'm like, no, I got my own car. I don't need to be right? posing somebody else's. So it's a right. totally I different love perspective. I'm not a spectator. I'm a participant. Right. Yes, and that's what I think is so beautiful about about the power of of you embracing it because it's yours to embrace. It's mm. it's you are part. I love that you said that part of the community, um, and it's yeah. yours to embrace. And I do think that that you are you're 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 taking the power owning the power because it belongs to you mm-hmm. and i i think it's amazing that um that so many of us are so curious about about other ways that people grew up and terminology that they use in their community but i think that there's something about you uh having the power of, oh, i of, mean of it, using those terms trust me it's it's something that you don't just buy a car and all of a sudden you're like this cool person and the cool kid on the block like no you have to i feel earned your respect in the community because to me since i've been around for such a long time i've always supported like car shows you know rockabilly events and when you know having my clothing brand i have a lot of models and i would always bother my friends like oh can i can we borrow your car for a photo shoot can we do it like oh yeah i know for sure i'm like i'll give you photo credit and so i was always pretty blessed to have a different car club support my brand and so once I became part of their scene, their their world, it was like, oh, that's LV. Oh, you got a car? Yeah. And then I, I try to post as much as I can, you know, on my social media platforms because, you know, anybody could do what we're doing. Like, if you want a classic car, hit one of us up or do your history of what kind of car you like, and you could have it. Like, you could do anything you want to do. I never thought I'd be a blue-collar worker, but... You know, at my age, I figured I'm healthy enough. I'm still young. Mm-hmm. You know, I could still do it. I don't have no <laughs> issues. And boom, I did it. Um, cars, right. I always dreamed of having, like, I never dreamed of having the car I have now. I just, it's just crazy to me. But now it's like, yeah, that's my car. And I work hard for it. And nobody gave it to right. me. It's not my boyfriend's car or my daddy's car. Right. No, it's not. Yeah. Well, you say that a lot, you know, anyone could do it or, you know, you get a car. But I, I think 
from where I sit, so much of what you do, whether it's your own Instagram, your clothing line, your just your whole persona, your cars, your events, so much of it is about your style and your nuance, like your aesthetic, right? Mm -hmm. And like how you position yourself um, and your whole look. Who are some of the people, maybe past, present, who are some of your beauty icons that have informed your your whole look i mean yeah i mean without trying to pinpoint anybody but like before i i started getting my tattoos in my mid-30s mm -hmm. so in my mid-30s i was just like going to work i was married i was raising my kids i was in corporate america i, I couldn't have like all this and then as i started getting older i realized you know life is too short life is too short and mm -hmm. i work hard against whatever but like i, I would see Latina, powerful Latino women that were coming up, like for instance, Kat Von D. She's gorgeous. She has tattoos. She's she's business oriented. So I started looking up to people like, wow, that's that's awesome that she's representing, you know, like Latinas out there that she's so talented, beautiful, and she's like, look at how much she's branched out. So I look up to people like her because I could relate to her style. You know, she has a rock and roll style, but she embraces her roots, fully blasted. I always saw myself like, wow, I want to look like her. Like, she's so beautiful. Like, I think tattoos make you beautiful. And, you know, as I started getting older, you know, I figured I can't really say I have dumb tattoos. I mean, I do have some dumb ones. But, you know, when you get them when you're in your 20s, you get dumb tattoos and you're like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're not. Now, yeah, now I really yeah. don't you're... have an excuse to have dumb tattoos, but I, I just thought, you know. <laughs> you're I'm, wiser. Yeah. Right. It's right. like collecting art. They I tell like a story, art. LV. Yeah, yeah. They tell a yeah. story. They, they tell, tell a story. story. You can grow. Sometimes you can it's... grow from your stories. Yes. Yeah, I love I that. Mean, there's there's other icons you know but as far as that I, more relatable to me would be her um i can't really say like the 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 chola i mean you see the movies you know their style mm -hmm. and how they um how embrace the culture and it's being celebrated and i love that you call that kat von d because i do i remember when she launched her brand oh, and yeah. it was she really did sort of redefine the traditional beauty and totally what, and what american beauty is can look like yeah and, is and can and look exists. like and so on that note what is american beauty to you well to me american beauty um breaking the stereotype of people that used to think it's like oh blonde hair blue eyes fair skin to me american beauty is it comes from inner beauty so you know, I feel like, for instance, Kat Von D again, like, I find her so gorgeous, all, like all her tattoos, the way she carries herself, how smart she is, how independent, she's a businesswoman, um, she, you know, she has her band, like, she's just like so much. And to me, I, I look up to people like her. Um, it gives us more women over here on this side like opportunity like hey you know you you could do it if you want to do it inner beauty to me is more important like being independent you know mm -hmm. being a go-getter um not letting people tell you what you can or can't do uh and you know holding yourself in a classy way there's so much there's so much like that's such <laughs> a hard question so I, you are american beauty basically. yes you are american beauty and you answered it beautifully and as beautiful. you beautiful ladies are as well. 
Oh, thanks, you. LV. Now I really want a tattoo. I, I say this. We've had a couple of <laughs> We're on Sunset. We could just I go know, get them literally. real quick. Yes. Right now. I don't have it's any happening. tattoos. I, I said I would get my first one before I turned 50. So I have uh, 14 months. 14 there you go. To, so you're right behind me. tattoo. Yes. You're 73, right baby. Mm -hmm. I'm 72. It's a great, I, great season. I do feel pressure, though, if I were to get a tattoo now in my 40s, like, you're right. There's pressure. You you have. There's no error for margin or like f up. You know, <laughs> like it can't be something like you'd regret or like yeah. You know, I don't think you would though. I think that's why I'm happy I didn't get a ladybug on my ankle when I was butterflies on your or, back. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. No, I mean, trust me. I've, I've gotten some that yeah. are very questionable, and I want to cover up. But <laughs> at the same time, it's like you know, I'm almost they tell here. A story. I yeah, yeah, they tell a they story. Tell a story. They, you know, sometimes it was like, what was I thinking? But at the same time, it's like, you know, there's, I'm almost done. I, I still have a couple of spaces left. And to me, I think <laughs> yeah, I'll never stop wanting tattoos. Right. How do you know when you're done? Like your arms or when you're full of like, um, well, I mean, when you feel done. When I didn't have as many, like one of my first ones were, oh, my chest tattoo. It says Pink Mink Mafia. So, I'm a walking billboard. I was promoting my brand no, more, no matter where I go. And so that was important. But then I was just too blank. So then I got two roses here. And it's like, okay, I have to be, um, I can't just be off on one side. Yeah, I have right, to be Right, balanced. right, right. Yeah, and yeah. it just trickled. And then the next thing I know, I got my whole sleeve done. That one's out of the way. <laughs> then I got this one done. That one's like, out of the way. Just check, check, check. And check, then it's check. like, oh, I got need it. my shoulders. And then I need my legs. And then I got... And so I'm, I'm almost there, but I don't know. I love it. Well, the next time you get one, you'll have to check out. Um, so we have an incredible founder over at 13 Loon, Dr. Wu, you know, the famous uh, tattoo artist. And he has this skincare line uh, called Wu Essentials yeah. that has, mm -hmm. I mean, anybody, you, I mean, I use it. I don't have any tattoos, but has all of this amazing, like, after Good, tattoo Good, like, aftercare yes. yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. We, yeah. We got to take care of our skins. Doesn't matter what's on it or not. It's, it's important. Yeah. Right. Especially now, you know, in our age, I'm all about, I'm trying to just preserve myself as much as I can because it's know, working, it, LV. Yes, it's you working. look amazing. Yes, you, you tell me, you know, I, I don't, I don't look down or frown upon women that do injectables or get their bodies done or anything like that. To me, it's like whatever makes you happy. Um, right. It's your body. You know, I'm one of those that... I've waited until I was like old enough where my kids, you know, they're older. I had time in my calendar and I just did it for myself and I couldn't mm -hmm. be happier. And, you know, I, I, I feel like being that I'm still considered somewhat of a public figure, I want to look good. There's nothing yeah. wrong looking good. People nope, always think no, I'm like good at all. super young and I'm like, no, I got little, well, I got adults for kids. Like, they're like, no yeah. way. I'm like, yes. Uh, I hear it all the time. But it's it's fluttering. Yeah, it is. And you feel good. Yeah. And uh, yeah. all of that beauty, as you said before, comes from the inside. Your strength, your courage. Yeah. It's not about your age. I love it. Or maybe yeah, it I is because it. of your age. I mean, it's like just it's, a marker. Isn't that what marker. Oprah said the other day? Age is just a marker. Oprah said A marker it. of time. Just, I'm fine. So speaking yeah. of self-preservation, how amazing you look, taking care of our skin, what are your ride or die makeup or just beauty products in general? Well, I, I do subscribe to to certain makeup, um, I guess, uh, brands. Uh, I love BoxyCharm. <laughs> I 
Like there's yeah. always something new that I haven't seen or tried. And it's just like Christmas every time I like once a month, it's Christmas for me. But as far as like my routine, um, I've noticed as I got older, I'm like, oh, I see a line here. Oh, my God. You know, and it's all about uh, before you apply your makeup. I think it's very important. I always, you know, do the the makeup, you know, always got to clean my eyes first. And this is after I've already washed my face and showered. And um, I don't know. I'm like addicted to where is it at? Did I bring it out here? It's so weird, but I'm addicted to toner. <laughs> this toner, oh my not god, not weird. Wow, that's a big I bottle love, of toner. Oh, is it witch hazel? Like I put it and I just like clean it, and I just it just feels so refreshing and clean before I could even start putting anything on my face. I just love uh-huh. it. I'm addicted Good. to it. Good toner is amazing. And then amazing. I feel like I... it's important also to put some kind of oil on your face like a serum yes. so i don't even know i sure mean this is. is just stuff i get on my boxy charm i think it's called like <laughs> studio makeup i don't know i try different products i am not okay. i love it you love the discovery of all different brands i yes. love it i can't even say i'm like you know what I, this is just one thing i stick to no i stick to everything Whatever looks good, that's amazing. So I always put this. Whatever comes in that subscription box, like I, you are I that customer. I love, I love, I yeah. love trying I love new products. Uh, just Me my too. my go tos right now, um, and then whatever good uh, moisturizer cream I could get at the time, and then I love translucent powders, and I've been trying this one. This one's really good. But like I said, I tried different products, and this to me is like I won't try anything else for my brows. Like Anastasia. everybody wants yep. the black yep. one. She's the, yep. She's the queen of brows, but you I always have a good, a good, strong black eyeliner. Mm-hmm. Right? Do you have a favorite eyeliner? A favorite are you eyeliner? a stick person? Are you liquid? I like the Kat Von D one. The Kat Von yeah. D one. Oh, I love it. And it has to be waterproof to me. My eyes always water for some weird reason, but always the Kat Von D is what that's my, my trusted brand. And then because I do like, doing a lot of um I like the 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 little white you know uh cream base that you put right here so you have like the, the primer crease and then the mm-hmm. I don't know oh, what yeah, this yeah. is but like I said I I've been using this to put it like right okay. here like that little white yeah I heard if you do oh a white, yeah yeah no yeah. matter this what is... your tone is if you put a little white in the corners it kind of brightens and opens yes. up your eyes right. so yeah. you, you put the yeah. base you put your uh, this is like my makeup palette one of many but as you could see, I go through these colors like religiously. They're almost gone. I think wow. Is it Urban Decay? Is that Urban Decay? Yes. Or Huda. Urban Decay. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the, I love their palette. the heat one. But I have like a stack of palettes. So it just depends. Oh, but wow. this is like my everyday. And then okay. that's your neutrals my, palette. Neutrals palette. Yeah. I like, I like the browns. And then I always got to like do this right here. Put it in the little corner. Put it underneath. And then I put my mascara. And then lipstick. And you always have like a red lip. I was going to say a yeah. red lip is a Yeah, do you have a, a favorite signature. red lip? I didn't bring it down because my bathroom's upstairs. I have like a variety of colors. Red looks great on you. Red does look good. We need to get her oh, some yeah. Bossy Cosmetics. Yes. We have this brand over at 13 Loon called Bossy. Oh, yeah. Check it out. Really good it's red. All, and when you put it on, oh, you feel all empowered. But she makes the most stunning reds for all skin tones. Because, you know, red doesn't no, always. No, it does not. A typical red lipstick doesn't always work on everyone, right? Like my red wouldn't necessarily be your red or her red. 
Um, but she does. She has reds for all. And then we have another brand called Citizen Cosmetics that does nudes for everybody. Oh, yeah. You'd love that too. Yeah. Not oh, as red, but nudes. still like good yeah. deep browns. We need to like... do like a an Instagram live where we have the site open and um, we can curate an LV look with. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That would yeah. be amazing. Mm-hmm. That would really be amazing. I would love it. Like I... <sighs> You know, when I'm out, when I go out, I'm cruising or I'm just going to shore, just going to dance, like whatever. I love wearing reds. Reds is my jam. Everyday look, you know, I, I still put on a little makeup when when I go to work. I just I just can't do the Al Natural. Like I need to do my eyebrows, put a little bit here. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I have to put. I was going to say, are uh, you wearing red lipstick to work? Yeah. No. Do no, you wear no, red no, lipstick no, to work? No. No, the less attention I, I work with nothing but men. Yeah. I'm like right, one right. female pipe fitter out of like 10 or 15, depending how big our crew is. Cause every job site's different. Like I just finished working at a refinery two weeks ago and they tell you, you're always going to work your way out of a job. And it's true, but I think that's kind of make, keeps things interesting. Cause you're always going to be working somewhere different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to me, the less attention I could get, because I'm already—I already have guys that just kind of creep. Like, well, why do they call you LV? I'm like, just don't worry about it. <laughs> and then they'll find me. It's like, is this—is this your Instagram? Oh. Or, well, uh-uh. well I kind of follow you on Instagram. I'm like, ah, oh my gosh, you're getting you know, welder stalked. Open. <laughs> yeah. So then I have all these different. I have like iron workers, electricians, you know, some pipe fitters. They're, they're all following me, and I'm just like Jesus. Like, I'm like, I rethink what I post, but then I'm like, no, that's your no. that's your platform. Be me. That's your platform. That's my, that's yeah. my jam. That's for you, you enjoy you it. Know, I have it open, but you know, but I do get a few fans at work, <laughs> and so to me, <laughs> less attention yeah. I could no give myself, no the better. Just keep it professional. Yeah. Keep the red li- not only that, we, we we have to wear masks. Oh, yeah. That's oh, true. yeah. So, and then the red lipstick and the masks, it's just never a right. good idea. I mean, I keep my my eyelashes because I do the individual, so mm-hmm. I have that. So if anything, this is all they see. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like <laughs> smitten. Yeah, that's that's the new girl over there. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> it has its perks. It has its perks. I love, oh, it. love it. Well, we are so thrilled that we get this time with you and that – You've taught me so much and I just am so inspired by you and, and can't wait to get to know oh, you even you. better and, and learn more. Yeah. Um, so tell our listeners where they can find you. Well, I live on... <laughs> <laughs> You're like 444. I always wonder what you were going to do. That's amazing. Uh, apartment number... No, just kidding. Uh, no. Um, so I'm on social media. I have my platform... Uh, on my IG, it's Latina Vamp. And then I also have my clothing brand, IG, which is Pink Meek Mafia. And then if you are interested in the car events we do, we have our IG, which is Barrio Vamps. And I, the one I'm like kind of like geeked out about right now, because I just, I don't know. I mean, Melissa, you've been watching my stuff. I love TikTok. Yes. Yeah. Because oh, I feel like yes. that's, that's, that's just such a creative, like, a, I, I give so much props to the creators out there because everything just trickles back to Instagram. You see, it's like, oh, well, I don't have a TikTok on my, what's wrong with you? Like, it's so much fun. I could spend hours doing that. So I'm I'm trying to build my, my. it's getting up there. You're Latina Vamp? You're Latina it's Vamp? Latina Vamp. 
And it says, hello. Hi, I'm LV. I'm a Rockachola. <laughs> Uh, I love that. I did see something you did the other day. It was like a beauty or what you were going to wear. You were either going to wear your Dickies and your Cortez or your Pumas so, and your... Yeah, I follow... That was um, fun. This Oh my gosh, she's gorgeous. I think she goes by Sammy. And every day she starts off by, it's Monday, let's get dressed. And the, But she comes up with all these bougie things that I could never afford. You know, like Fendi or Prada, which purse? And then she does like the metals or jewelry. Like, so it, it, it's a good minute of her watching her just get dressed. And it's like, wow, she's just, and she has so many tattoos. I think she's in England, you know, and her style is just amazing. She wears like the harness every day. Ooh, look at her. Like, oh, I know it's Ooh, the harness. Follow her too. So I try to do a spin with a little, a little hood and be like, hey, <laughs> what should I wear? LV style. Yeah, LV style. And so people that know what I'm trying to imitate or, you know, pay homage to they will that's why uh if you follow my stories, I always try to post if I'm doing a Monday or a Sunday, you know, edition, I'll post her first. And then people will be like, Why am I oh, watching this? Oh, I smart. See. On my story. The version. On my story. Oh, and it, then I will like post it on my page, but then I'll also do it the story like back to back. So people will be like, Oh, I see what she's doing. But then I do like right. the whole oh, rocket spin to it. So I'm not making fun of her. I actually look up to her. I think no, you're like I paying them off. I'm gonna, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm going to watch them both. Yeah, I, I really, I've only made two, Cortez. but so far I've gotten good right. feedback. All right. like, you make I'm here for it. <laughs> yes, please do. You're having fun doing TikTok, so that's amazing. And you're inspiring people. I'm, I've been inspired by you for a decade now. For I real. think like oh, what she, you... Yeah, I know, you. I talk about you. And yeah, you've always stayed really true to your aesthetic. You're like... You know, I don't know if you had as many tattoos when I met you, but like you're really probably not. But like, I love how your whole look has evolved and like, you know, becoming a welder, doing your cars. Like, I love how it's just like seamless. Like you Mm -hmm. don't create, there's no boundaries for you. So I I find that very inspiring. Thank you. No, I, I'm truly honored and blessed that, you know, I have people that just, you know, like my style and follow me. And, you know, I just try to inspire people. I mean, I work in a male dominated field. And to me, it's like, wow, they're making a lot of money. Why can't I make that? And then I'm in it and I'm going through the process and I'm inspiring other women like, well, well, how do you, what do you do? How do I, what do I have to do to do that? I'll be like, if I I could be your mentor, hey, no problem is what you got to, like, to me, there's so much money to be made. And us as women are intimidated because, oh, I can't do that. It's too hard. Well, I'm doing it. And I'm like, not a spring chicken, but I'm doing it. And if I could do it, you could do it, you know? And so to me, I'll post anything. I could be brazing. I could just be cleaning, but I'm in my uniform. Everybody thinks I'm cool, like no matter what I'm doing. (laughs) But (laughs) if you think, if you like my my stories, you should see my latest my post on my Instagram where I'm just like mimicking a song and I have a beard. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. I've not seen that. Right, I want to check gonna, it out. 
We're going to follow you in all the places and and definitely stay up to date on all you're doing. And thank you so much for being here with us at the Beauty Vanguard and for being such an inspiration to Melissa for so long and now myself. And I just can't wait to see what you do. I invite you whenever you two ladies want to a cruise in my car. I'm going to come to a car show. I will come to you. I will come to you in person. Can we go cruising? Can we go cruising with the Vario Vamps? Ooh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. We'll have to put okay. something together okay. and just come hang out with us. And you'll- The Beauty Vanguard on tour. Oh, on I tour. love that. Field I trip. love that. That would be amazing. All right, that I got to figure out a look. Yeah. I feel like we need like a little bit of a I look. I think we're going to do you guys are makeup so at LV's stylish. house first. <laughs> yes. She'll do our eyes. Everybody's wearing dickies. We'll yeah. <laughs> Every, I, I love dickies. dickies. My daughter's really, that's the new thing right now in private school in LA is the girls don't want to wear their skirts anymore. They wear dickies. Oh, that's cool. It's the whole cool. thing. Star yeah, hearts, yeah. dickies. I like them. Yeah. 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 They're chic. I wear I Cortez. It. I love Cortez Nike Cortez. are everything. I know. I wear my Cortez all the time. I love Pumas. I wear my Pumas, like tube socks, like, you know, yeah. leggies. Like, I, I dress like different ways. And of course, if you notice that on, on, on my get ready with me i'm always wearing a pink me mafia shirt or something pink mafia yeah so this is one of my tops yeah it's like the which we should say is lv's clothing brand yeah i, I should mafia. say that more pink but i figure people mafia. just kind of figure it out because they're like oh that's you are it. a very good advertiser you're a very good ambassador mm-hmm. oh thank you thank you i appreciate it you i mean you yeah. do have it tattooed <laughs> you <laughs> you're, anywhere. you're committed you're committed <laughs> i even got like the, the pink mink on my knuckles. Oh, on your knuckles. Wow. All right. Well, I'm impressed. Those won't be our first tattoos, but we'll wear some Pink <laughs> Mink Mafia. For sure. T-shirts. That's happening. For sure. Let me know. I We could meet. I will have shirts for you. Thank awesome. you. We'll wear them with pride. Oh, um, awesome. Thank you so much for continuing to inspire us and for being uh, the picture of American beauty, showing oh. that beauty really has no boundaries. Thank um, you. And ni- neither do women. Mm-hmm. There's money out there, ladies. Mm-hmm. Go, go make, make it. Mm-hmm. Go get it. <laughs> go <laughs> make it. <laughs> go make it. Um, and thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the Beauty Vanguard today. Please rate, subscribe, leave us any questions. Follow us on Instagram at the Beauty Vanguard. And go check out our buddy LV at Latina Vale. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. This episode was produced by Alexa Machia and Anne-Marie Johnson. The show was edited by Charlotte Council. You can follow us on Instagram at at 13loon and at Melissa Magsese and at Nikeo. This podcast was produced and edited by Embassy Row.